Hello! Welcome to Anything and Everything. I'm your host, Christian, and uh, today we have a very special guest. Say it away. Hello. <laughs> right, so I have a pretty, a pretty easy topic for you, alright? So, how about video games? Sure. Okay, so today commonly, you know, people, people think that video games rot your brain or that they're bad for your soul or they're a waste of time to play or to create. And our goal is to basically share how they're either dead wrong or right. Well, I've never seen any proof of it and it makes no sense because it's literally just light. So the only violent action people that are not normal or just use it as an excuse all right i don't know i don't even think you know, video games i understand can not it doesn't make somebody violent that's the most that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard is that video games actually made somebody violent video games don't make somebody violent if the person is violent and they play video games they were violent before the video games they just didn't have it unlocked or something but video game yeah Especially violent ones, right? The violent video game doesn't make a kid violent. What it does is it shows him that he already is violent, right? It like like I play violent video games, and I'm not violent. I, I'm actually a pacifist. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> people often think wrong. Be you know, I don't really know what to say here. I mean, I don't, I honestly do not think that video games make you violent. I don't think that's how it works. I don't think that's how it's ever worked, you know? And I think it's kind of redundant that that's still a a theory that's accepted. You know, I understand that young, very young children, right? Very, very young children, when they're still impressionable, if they play a violent game, then maybe sure because they're kids and they'll act out what they see. That's it's their parents. That's what they do, right? Yes. Yeah. It's me. The games that are very violent are usually made in for mature because it can encourage violence for young children. Right. Fantasy violence is different because it looks like a cartoon and kids laugh at that. Right. But if they see something that looks realistic, they're going to think of it like, oh, hey, they get away with it, so I can too. Right. That's if you're very young. If you're mature enough then you'll understand that there's a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like eight-year-olds because there's young children that play immature games. Yeah, they're it's called mature. Yeah. Right. And also, the only way your brain can really rot is if there's no oxygen or water going to it. So that makes no sense. I don't know. It's like, a, it's, I guess it's a metaphor. Like you play video games, you don't have friends, you don't learn. I don't know. It's it's an old saying. Just, Just like, like TV rots your brain. No, it doesn't. They just don't want you to do what they, what is irritating to them. Because whenever you sit really close to the TV, you block the screen. So they're like, "Please move." Yeah, it could be if that. that doesn't work. I don't know. They make I feel up. like this episode is going to anger a lot of people. But you know, I I don't I don't aim to please everybody. I aim to you know share my opinions and my perspectives. You know, so you you can't please everybody, and you can't, you know, you can't prevent people from getting angry because people are angry by different things. So 
I'm just going to hope that the majority understands what we're talking about versus fighting it because that would just be awkward receiving a ton of voice messages about how I'm wrong. Anyway, so why do you play video games? Because they're fun and I don't really like to do anything else besides play with my bow. And I don't go to the gun range a lot. Right. Any... Do you, do you play them for enjoyment or for recreation or escape? I really just play because I get bored. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes I just play it for a little bit. I'm sorry, you cut out there? What? I just play it for fun. Ah. See, yeah, that's that's what most people don't understand. I mean, they do understand, but they neglect that portion. People... I mean, I sometimes play it for an escape. You know, it's good to clear your head sometimes and take on a different role because it gives you a different perspective to look through. But, um, no, my, my thing is, um, like, I don't know if you've noticed it about yourself, but I've been playing video games my entire life, and there have been pluses to it. You know, case yes, in point, I have incredible reflexes. Yeah, because there are... There are proofs of this in research, but we really shouldn't start talking about stuff like that because then they'll just make us seem one-sided because we can't, like, give people links just saying, like, them off the podcast. But basically, yeah, video games can enhance your reflexes and ability to think more clearly. And I've been doing that all my life. And, well, <laughs> even though I'm not emotional, I've really gotten more knowledge from a lot of video games compared to school. I'm not saying that you can learn from video games. I'm just saying that's me. I've played a lot of video games that actually use large vocabulary and just stuff that can teach you. But there are some games that are for education and most are not. Like, if you look at Minecraft, it can be used for school pretty easily. Mm -hmm. You can learn time tables from that pretty easily as well. You can go up to eight times eight, but that's pretty much it. But yeah, some schools actually use it, but that's off topic. Uh, yeah, you I'm can use Minecraft that. to a teach math and b to like you know you know what STEM is right. Yes, there's a lot more stuff than just yeah. that, but I'm just that's basic stuff. And yeah, well, the reason why people can do that is because they have to think on a larger scale, and especially with strategy games, RTS strategy games are the best way to learn how to strategize and. The best thing to learn whenever you, the best thing that you learn whenever you're playing video games is strategically improvising, observation, and learning at a fast pace, which is very helpful for kids because they can go to school and have a better time than other people. Now, it does make some people more social and others less social, and also does work on your teamwork skills. It just depends on how you play. Me, I'm more of a soloist, so I'm awkward. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when you play like an MMORPG that you have to get with people and it forces you to, you can start to learn to trust people and get as a team. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, that's that's that's, that's actually yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're right. You know, it strategically improvised. What you said, I don't remember exactly what it was, even though it was like 30 seconds ago. It was it was very clearing, right? You know, anybody could have heard that and actually opened up their eyes a little bit more because you put that in very 
you know, clear terms. You know. Yes. Because the most important thing that someone has to learn if they're going to play a video game, well, there's three things. It's learning very quickly, observation, and strategically improvising. If you mm-hmm. can do all those three, then you can do a lot in the real world. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard skill to learn, but it's difficult for a lot of people for some reason. Observation, I get that because you there's a lot of lazy people and they don't like to do that. Figuring stuff out, that's another lazy thing that people don't like to do, but people well, still well, do it. You know, other people okay. rely on technology and phones and YouTube and stuff to help them figure it out. So they may not be used to like like youngins growing up in a world with YouTube, they can just Google or YouTube or Google everything and never have to actually figure anything out. So they might they may not be used to it. Yeah, yeah well, I'm just gonna say this. It's much better, and it lets you remember stuff much better if you figure stuff out. I constantly come across people in video games that ask, like, how to fly. Like, it's not difficult to figure out. You can just tap all the controls, and boom, it's so easy. But they have to constantly ask people to do stuff. Now, whenever it's, like, complicated, like, how to do a quest line that's, like, secretive and doesn't give you any information about it, that actually makes sense to ask people. But if it's something simplistic or just a basic control, either go look for it in the controls or try to figure it out. It's just, now, people don't try to figure anything out. Can you relate those observation and you know self-thinking skills to real life? To a, like a real well, life I'm scenario. Thinking. Okay. So if you're not observant, you won't know, well, you basically won't be able to lay out your area very well. So if you're observant and you look around you at all times and notice very small details or very large details that will matter, like if you observe all the people, that will help you a lot. Because, like, imagine this. Would you be more observant in a sketchy area or a public area? Both. But that's just me. Exactly. No, I'm trained that way. If you, most people would be less observant and feel safer in a public area because they think that no one's going to do anything. Right. In a sketchy area, they're basically like, I'm going to kill whoever jumps out at me. But <laughs> here's the thing you have to be the most observant at all times. You don't just walk and play on your phone. You have to be attention to everything. Now, people are going to get mad at me for saying this, but you should not be on your phone constantly. You should do it in a safe environment like going to Starbucks and getting on your laptop and doing your schoolwork. I get people like to do that because, well, free Wi-Fi and they can get a snack while doing it. But people <laughs> can do so easily to you. Like imagine this. You're walking in public, you're on your phone, and someone bumps into you. They can easily take your stuff without you noticing. Mm-hmm. And even if you do notice, you can't chase them down. Just crowds of people. It's just if you're observant at all times, people are less likely to do stuff to you. And we'll stay away from you and trying to do stuff. Mm. It's more of like a defensive thing that you learn instead of really anything else. But in school, it helps you learn the smallest things. Like whenever I was in seventh grade or eighth grade and I was learning about atoms. Yeah, this was in eighth grade. I mm. observed it so well. Like I paid attention, you know, like a lot of kids don't like to pay attention. Right. So when I paid attention, I started getting into an inventive mood because I knew a lot more than other people because I paid attention to it. And that's when my like engineering phase came in. 
and when I started in, when I started designing a bunch of stuff like a little like fake things that might not be able to work but still cool concepts oh yeah like no, every every good idea has to start with a concept so yeah like here's the first thing that actually could work but it's just not safe basically when I was um 12 I thought of hey electromagnetic fields can mess with plasma and so what if you changed it at a certain frequency had a terminal that would display an electromagnetic field within a certain area concentrating materials into the center of the terminal and you could control its size and frequency based on the elements that you put into it and then fill the electromagnetic terminal which would have two electromagnetic fields like concentrated if you could even do that but like I was 12 so I didn't really know as much as I do now and try to fill it up with plasma. That would be very dangerous, kill everyone, and it wouldn't even work. All but right. hey, it was a nice hit, and that helped me do Let's keep on going. Let's kind of pull back in here for a minute. So what, what you're saying is you've been very successful throughout your years as a scholar because of you know the skills that video games and other things like that have taught you, you know? Oh, yeah. Also, just because me and personal. Oh, yeah. You know, video I've, games helped a lot. You know, I've noticed, like I, like I said, reflexes, like, it's weird. People constantly think that geeks and, or that geeks and nerds are, aren't good at sports, but you'd be surprised. Most geeks are very good at sports because of the reflexes. We are observant of everything. As soon as we get into a room, we look around. That's just the training and the programming that games have put into our minds. But we're, we're a, we have situational awareness that not many people have, or to a certain extent, rather. Everybody has it, but to an extent, ours is a little... Geeks have a little bit of, uh, further situational awareness. They could walk into a room and instantly know where everything is because, you know, yeah. they just think like that. They think really quickly. They know how to rapidly analyze the situation. They can walk into a brand new environment and continue functioning normally without having to adapt whatsoever because you know we're, we're just trained like that yeah and with the with the reflexes we develop them by having to fight multiple enemies and know everything that they do and being able to react upon them very quickly huh. like say like i'm just going to give a scenario in a video game say like a group of five people come at you and they're like a little bit higher level than you but you can take them down and you know all the weaknesses you have to learn to like this takes two things into advance your reflex would help you be able to attack them in your strategic strategic or i don't know how to say it but basically your strategic improv you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i didn't know how to say improvise like that but if you mix that with your reflex, you'll be able to defeat them even though they're higher level than you because you'll know their weaknesses, you'll know how to beat them, and your reflexes will help you fight them faster. Because you see how new people in video games are so slow at learning the controls and are very slow at playing yes. the game? Yes. And then you see someone who's played games for like years and they're like super fast and act like they're in the real world but go mm -hmm. faster. So reflex is basically change your perception of time basically by a very small point 
and also increase your brain activity to go a little bit faster than normal. So the higher your reflexes, a tad bit slower perception of time, but also higher brain activity, meaning you'll be able to react faster. Now, so, I think we've been a little biased yeah. this episode, so let's list some downsides to video games so that we don't seem, you know, one-sided, as you said before. I already named one. <laughs> Social awkwardness if you're a soloist. That's all I know. Yeah, fear. Yeah, you might have social anxiety. Uh, that could develop, you know, you know, early onset social anxiety. Oh, I think. Sorry, go ahead. Okay. I thought you asked if I uh, did. No. I mean, did, did you? No. Okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know. People tell me all the time that I'm just the geek, right? Like, I'll be in PE, right? And a group of people across the room will call me over. And I get all excited saying, hey, they, you know, they finally want to talk to me. And then they ask me about bugs or something. And it's really weird, but it's kind of funny because they think I'm a, you know, they think I'm the epitome of geek where I know everything. And I, d I do know a lot of things, but. You mean you're a standard like me? Yes. You know, people walk up to me in the hallways or in classrooms asking me questions because they think I have the answers. You know, granted, most of the time I have the answers, but it's just kind of funny. I don't know if it goes off of appearance or just uh, like your your history with people. Usually, your yeah. history, your appearance doesn't really like. I, mean, I know they're used. Yeah, to I don't really a, want to give. Any. Um, like a not a st stigma is the wrong word. There used to be a. Um, what is the word? For what? When. Can you give it again? When somebody, um, uh, uh, stereotyping geeks, people often stereotype geeks for, you know, like glasses, tucked in shirts, belts, looking nice, but weird hair, like not done at all, but straight down. No offense. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, that's weird. I don't know. People, you know, people often stereotype us for, Apparent, so that could have something to do with it, but you know, I doubt it in this instance. Well, can we actually name some side effects of being a gamer? Mm -hmm. Like ones actually affect a lot of people. I think I uh, I have another side effect, maybe. Uh, sure, go ahead. I lost it. Go ahead. I really can't think of anything. I mean, this is really biased. Take our word for it. There are side effects to video games, just as there are side effects to anything else you do in life. You know, just because we can't it think of anything doesn't necessarily mean we're biased. We just, you know, cannot, you know, think of a, you know, a thing at the very moment. And more depends on the person, don't you think? Pardon? Don't you think it depends on the person for the side effect and the advantage? It, do it does. I mean, the advantages usually don't vary with the people, but the side effects do. Like, I haven't really, I don't notice any side effects with me doing this. Right. I guess, yeah, no. I mean, I haven't really noticed any kind of um, side effects with myself other than inability to talk to girls, but that's unrelated. 
and irrelevant. <laughs> Are there comments to this? Hmm? Can people comment on this? Can people comment? Absolutely. Yeah. They have the ability oh, to send of- in what's called voice messages where they record a little message and it sends it to me and I read it or listen to it. And that's going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I send one back and it's like a little conversation minus the talking. Okay. So what else you want to talk about? I mean, I don't know. I, I think we hit the nail on the head with this one. I mean, we, we listed a lot of, you know, a, a lot of good things about video games and what they do to you and what they can do for you. And we also listed a couple side effects, you know. I don't know. I, I mean, we're, we're, we're reaching our time limit here, but, you know, I think we did, I think we did good. I think we did good. But it uh, looks like we're all out of time. I want to thank you guys so much for watching. You have anything else to say? Nah. All right, cool. Bye, everybody.